Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the First in Orange podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. This is Denver Post sports writer Kyle Newman, joined as usual by my colleague Ryan O'Halloran. We've got a packed show here for you, previewing the Broncos' Week 16 game at the Las Vegas Raiders, talking all the gambling parts of that, of course, in our gambling segment, injury updates, Drew Locke getting the start over Teddy Bridgewater, what are the keys to getting the passing game going, i.e. Quentin Sutton, Jerry Judy, challenges the Raiders present on both sides of the ball, and of course, predictions to close the show. So, Ryan here on the First Orange Podcast, brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook. Let's start off with those injury updates heading into Week 16. Broncos obviously 7-7, seven and seven, desperately need a win to keep their playoff hopes alive, and injury updates Teddy Bridgewater officially ruled out today as of Wednesday. Drew Locke will get the start at quarterback. Yeah, and I think um, I think the only two, the other two injury concerns now that they've officially ruled out Bridgewater is that Draymond Jones uh, did not practice Wednesday with the foot after missing the game, and Kenny Young remains in the concussion protocol. You know, what ten days later after his injury, so those are two concerning issues. Melvin Gordon and Bobby Massey took the team stretch, but they but they weren't practicing. They should be ready to go. And I think Kareem Jackson nursed on a couple things. You know, probably getting a vet day off. So um, I think the ones for Bronco fans to watch going into Sunday are Draymond Jones, the defensive end, and Kenny Young, the inside linebacker. And this is the first in Orange podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. So Drew Locke getting the start. He's, of course, appeared in spot action for Bridgewater in three games this season. We didn't fare very well in, all, in any of those, let's be honest. Uh, he, he talked Wednesday today. He spoke after the game on Sunday, just kind of about the challenges of being a backup, what he learned from Teddy. And, you know, what are the expect, expectations from your vantage point, Ryan, Going into this game, a must-win game for the Broncos, where Drew Locke, he said he's out to prove, hey, I'm a much better quarterback than I was a year ago. Uh, you know, his last start he made was against the Raiders, and of course he did not perform well against the Raiders in the desert last year. Career high four interceptions. So what are expectations on your end, and what are real realistic expectations for Broncos country, you think, entering this one? Uh, you know, my, my expectations for Drew Locke are probably the second part of that question. Let's just make it realistic here. He has not started a game this year. He's had issues in all three of his relief appearances. Uh, as much as some Bronco fans want to criticize me for saying that uh, red zone turnover helped them lose the game. Well, I ain't making it up because it did. That was their last shot to score. But I digress. Um, yeah, you got to think with a full week of practice – He'll be, he'll be sharp from the hop, you know, but the thing is turnovers. And if he can avoid that, you know, then the Broncos got more than a puncher's chance to go on the road and win the division. You mentioned last year's game at Las Vegas, he had four interceptions and a 37.3 rating. You know, he did play better in the second meeting against the Raiders, 339 yards and two touchdowns to wrap up last season, but uh, still a loss. expectations for Broncos fans should be, should be minimal. And this is the First Orange Podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook. We'll continue with some analysis here in a moment, but for now, let's take a listen in to a word from our sponsor. Nothing else in the world can hold a candle to sports. It's why true fans actually cry when their team loses a close one and why we channel the memory of a goldfish to believe again before the next game. Teams can be beaten, but true fans are invincible. At Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, we get that, all of it. 
because we love sports too. We also happen to have the knowledge that comes from working alongside more athletes and coaches than any other sports book on the planet. We understand the game, not just the spread. So we made the sports book only Sports Illustrated could deliver. Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, the sports book by sports people. Download the SI Sportsbook app today. New players, when you bet $10, get $50 in free bets. New players only. Players must be over 21 located in Colorado. Qualifying bet $10 or more. Minimum odds minus 150. Free bet tokens credited after bet is settled and expire after seven days. Free bet stakes not included in winnings. Promo expires 12-31-21. Full terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Again, this is the First in Orange podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. Give them a follow on Twitter at SI betting. So we're talking about Drew Locke getting thrown into the fire here. His first start this year. He had seen time in three relief appearances earlier. Of course, he had the 13 starts last year. He had the four and one record in his rookie year. Drew Sember, if we shall reminisce. But a lot, lot more pressure on his shoulders entering this start than what was in Drew Sember when the Broncos were out of contention. As I mentioned, Broncos playoffs hopes hinging on this game, last three games. Per 538, if they lose this game to the Raiders, their playoff chances dwindle to less than 1%. So Locke and Co. are going to have to capitalize. But Ryan, Vic Fangio said today, even if Drew Locke plays really well against the Raiders, if they win, we'll say, it's Teddy's job if he's healthy, Vic says. Now, of course, that's all um, based on if he gets out of concussion protocol, when he does. And Vic said they'll talk to the medical staff, review all the options. But it's been talked about amongst the fan base already. Is it smart to be to bring Teddy Bridgewater back, uh, both from the sense of Teddy Bridgewater's health? You know, he's already had two concussions this year, and obviously this is a league that claims to be very cognizant of CTE and, and all the ramifications of head trauma over the last five years as that's come to light, 10 years. But also in the other sense, Ryan, you got Drew Locke. Do you want to see what you got out of him, especially if he wins this game against the Raiders heading into 2022 opening thoughts, closing thoughts. Uh, let's unpack some of those things right now. Uh, you know, what Vic said is that Teddy's their quarterback. If he's healthy and cleared and uh, he will be the guy that said, and one thing he pointed out and I've heard this before is that the first concussion was like nearly three months ago. Technically those aren't related. Uh, so there would, they wouldn't, not they wouldn't not clear him because it's been two in one season. It's just based on his symptoms for this particular injury. Right. Um, th- that said, I would you know if if I'm a medical professional looking out for Teddy Bridgewater, I would say, hey, you got 13 games of tape. Um, let's shut her down. Make sure you're ready to go. Make sure you are symptom free by the end of the season. So when you become a free agent, there are no issues. And in terms of Drew Locke getting a chance to uh, prove himself or you know be evaluated, I think he's I think he's doing that for the other teams. Um, I don't think he's in their plans for starting next year, or else he would have started this year when Teddy uh, had the leg injury go or had the leg injury going into the Cleveland game, right. and then had the shin injury that he came back from in the Charger game. So, um, if you're Drew Locke, obviously a win will help that. Uh, but to me, if I was him, I'm going in with two two goals. One, win the game, and two, show other teams that if I can't start here, I deserve a, a chance somewhere else to compete. So Broncos fortunes hanging in the balance. Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater's futures up in the air as the Broncos 
ownership and quarterback situation remain the biggest question marks, of course, heading into next season. This is the First Orange Podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. Give them a follow on Twitter at SIBetting. Sports Illustrated has been bringing fans deeper into sports since 1954. That's over 65 years of sports insights and knowledge and six years before there's professional football in Denver. While other sportsbooks know gaming, SI Sportsbook knows the game. It's betting built the combination of actual sports knowledge and true sports passion. It's a sportsbook for real sports fans because it's made by real sports fans. And it's a perfect time to get your bet in on the game right now at SISportsbook.com. Of course, all of the Week 16 lines up there right now and we'll go over a handful of those here on the first orange podcast starting of course with broncos plus one at las vegas my mind that seems a little low on the plus side for the broncos considering how they've performed against the raiders lately and the over under 41.5 what are your thoughts gambling expert ryan o'halloran yeah well gambling something um <laughs> uh, i'll start with the over with 41, I do think these teams are going to score into the 20s uh, because they tend to get they have given up, given up some big plays this year. As for the line, I'm surprised it's that low. Basically, what what Vegas thinks is their hometown team is an underdog. You know, home field is usually worth three points, and they're a one point favorite. So do the math there. Um, I, you know, I go back and forth, but I do think the Raiders are you know, in a better spot right now because they have their starting quarterback. I think that will be the difference in them winning and obviously covering that uh, one point. And then looking around, three other ones to discuss here. We'll start with Cleveland plus seven and a half at Green Bay. Yeah, this is a Saturday game. And, you know, I picked a couple of games this week that impact the Broncos should they beat the Raiders, keep those playoff hopes alive. They should want the Packers to beat the Browns. Um, I think they will. I think the Packers will win going away and cover that spread. And then another huge, huge game for the Broncos with implications in their playoff dreams. Buffalo plus two and a half at New England. What do you like about the line, Ryan? And who should the Broncos fans be rooting for? Oh, they should be rooting for the Patriots. Uh, You know, hand Buffalo that uh, sixth loss. Or excuse me, uh, yeah, their sixth loss. Um, I think New England... You know, they, they they ran it all but, what, five times in that Monday night game in Buffalo a couple weeks ago. Obviously, they'll have a different game plan for this one if the weather's not too big of a factor. But I think the Patriots coming off that disappointing loss against Indianapolis, uh, they don't control their deal for home field right now. So if you're the Pats, I think they come out and they uh, cover that uh, spread and beat the Bills. And final one in the AFC, Pittsburgh plus 8.5 at Kansas City. Chiefs have been rolling. Yeah, and uh, – I, I like Kansas City. I, I like Kansas City straight up, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh getting those points because I think the Steelers will play the Chiefs close, even though Pittsburgh isn't that great on offense, but uh, excuse me, defense. But here's the thing. As of Wednesday, the Chiefs have a bunch of guys, including Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill on the COVID list. So that line could change by the time kickoff uh, starts late Sunday afternoon. Yeah, with all the COVID stuff going on, you know, we could go have guys going on that list right up until Sunday all across the league right here in Dove Valley included. Of course, we'll keep an eye on that. DenverPost.com slash Broncos. This is the first Norse podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, SISportsbook.com. If you've tried other apps, you need to try SI Sportsbook and get the true fan experience. Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, the sportsbook that wrote the book on sports. So back to the football talk here. 
We've been asking this for a couple weeks, it seems, Ryan. How does the passing game get going? Well, maybe Drew Locke is the uh, catalyst necessary, the, the change-up needed for this offense to get going, for Judy to finally get a touchdown, for Sutton to live up to that contract he inked all but you know about a month ago, and he hasn't had much production since, and for Tim Patrick to continue his kind of steady Eddie thing. Any thoughts there as the Broncos really need to take advantage of it because they go against a secondary who as on paper is not that good. I mean, they're, I think they're 13th in the league in average passing yards and only one interception across the board for guys. No one with more than two interceptions on that roster. Yeah. They put a couple, they, they have a couple of corners on the COVID list as of Wednesday afternoon too. So um, I think the, you know, going to drew lock as the quarterback will benefit Sutton, Judy, and Patrick the most because Drew's just going to, he's going to try and throw it into some tighter windows, which is a risk reward. The reward is great. The risk is great. So, but you look at Sutton, 14 catches the last seven games. He hasn't had more than two in a game since Cleveland on October 21st. Tim Patrick hasn't had more than four catches in a game since week five at Pittsburgh. And then Jerry and Judy, as you wrote about on Monday's paper, was kept off the score sheet against Cincinnati for the second time in his you know short career. The first time was the no quarterback New Orleans game, which deserves an asterisk. So got to try and stretch the field. I mean, it's great to run it, but at some point you have to make a chunk play to get in the right zone to get touchdowns. And, and you know, you want to say, if not this week, then never. Well, that's, you know, that's an asinine state. You can say that pretty much every week, but I do think they tried to get Sutton involved early against Cincinnati. He had to drop. And then Judy just looked all kinds of out of sorts in terms of his chemistry at Bridgewater. Okay, this is the first Snorge podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com on Twitter at SIBetting. That's Ryan O'Halloran. This is Kyle Newman. So looking ahead to this matchup here, I mean, what kind of challenges does this Raiders team present? The Raiders have won three in a row against the Broncos. Derek Carr tends to always play well against the Broncos, rack up the, those yardage. And then they've got, you know, a two-headed monster, pretty balanced offense with Josh Jacobs on the ground and then Hunter Renfro leading those threats for Derek Carr. So a pretty big challenge for the secondary and this defense, which to, let's be real, has performed very well up to this point, as you wrote about, Ryan, performing pretty historically well compared to the last 30 years for this franchise. Yeah, I think Carr is terrific player. Uh, and, you know, it's really been a tale of two seasons for the Raiders. They started 5-2, and two, they've been 2-5 since. Right. They lost Darren Waller, the tight end, uh, in the Thanksgiving game. He hasn't played since. Uh, but a couple guys, Hunter Renfro, Vic Fangio called him on Wednesday. He's a super slot. He is a great player. It's a big challenge for Bryce Callahan. Renfro has 89 catches and five touchdowns, headed toward 1,000 yards. Um, Josh Jacobs is interesting running back is that he has, a, he has 148 carries, but he's only averaging 3.7 yards a carry. So he's not breaking a lot of big ones, but he is scoring touchdowns. He has seven of those. So, uh, you know, Renfro as a receiver, uh, Kenyon, not Kenyon, Josh Jacobs is a running back out of the backfield that's 47 catches. So, you know, one thing that Jared Carr has done well against the Broncos is complete high percentage of his attempts, 65% over his, over his career, even when he, even when the Raiders lost some of those games. So I think this is, a, this has to be a game for the Broncos edge rushers. Bradley Chubb still, still without a sack. It's time for him to get going. This will be his fifth game back from ankle surgery. Again, this is the first Norwich podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, 
sisportsbook.com, on Twitter at SIBetting. So we'll close the show here with predictions. And boy, I'm glad they don't put our records with these things, Ryan, because uh, these Broncos have been making me look like a poor football Nostradamus all year. But I will throw out my first prediction here. After picking Denver last week to win against the Bengals, of course, big letdown for the Empower Field faithful there. But I'm going to go Raiders 21, Broncos 17. Roller coaster season goes off the tracks for Denver. Derek Carr throws a late TD ice it. Broncos often sputters and maybe a turnover or two from Drew Locke, despite his insistence that he's going to make that a priority from keeping that from happening. What are your thoughts, Ryan? Um, I think the Raiders are going to win 27-23. And since you mentioned mentioned your record picking Bronco games, I used to include that in our picks, but they just kept cutting the record. I mean, whatever. So I don't do it anymore. But I would guess that I'm under 500 this year. But uh, 27-23 Raiders. I think the uh, Las Vegas jumps down to a lead. Broncos are chasing the game, but then come up short. And their playoff hopes are pretty much extinguished. And folks, this has been the First Orange Podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, sisportsbook.com. Appreciate you tuning in to today's show. Be sure to head to denverpost.com slash broncos for a scattering report of Raiders, Broncos, and complete analysis heading into the Week 16 matchup in Las Vegas. And, of course, continue coverage through the Chargers and Chiefs game to close the regular season. This has been Kyle Newman alongside Ryan O'Halloran. Appreciate you tuning in to today's show. Until next time, folks, take it easy.